Hi everyone, my name is Sue. I'm a full-time working woman in her late 40s and mom to two young energetic boys living on beautiful Vancouver Island. I want to take this opportunity to share my experience working with Rachel Varga. With aging skin and a busy lifestyle, I felt that I needed some serious guidance on how to tackle my skin issues and overall wellness. Since my early 20s, I have made my skin health, diet and exercise a top priority. But I eventually found that the skin and hair care products I was using and spending a lot of money on just weren't cutting it. I scheduled a one-on-one consultation with Rachel earlier this year in May and also attended the recent spring skin camp where I learned so much from the tutorials. During the one-on-one, I instantly felt a warmth and openness and Rachel really took the time to listen and provide practical and personalized recommendations. She now has me dialed in with my products and supplements to support me from the inside and out. After only using the products for a couple of weeks, my skin and hair felt incredible and it helped me to not only restore my confidence, but I am now receiving compliments on my healthy glow. Rachel also provided some valuable biohacking tips for both me and my family. Over the months, Rachel always took the time to respond to any questions I had. I recently had a 30-minute follow-up appointment with Rachel and again, it was such a pleasure connecting with her. Her expertise in the field of skin aging and radiance is unparalleled and I trust her completely. Rachel has changed my life and she has inspired me to strive to be the best version of myself in every way. I can't recommend working with her enough. Welcome to the Rachel Varga Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for joining me here today on the Rachel Varga podcast. Today, we're featuring Melanie Avalon. She is back. We are going to be talking all about biohacking for beauty, vibrancing, some of our biohacking pro tips as well, because I'd like to I'd like to say we're a little bit on like the intermediate advanced spectrum of biohacking. So we're going to be kind of like real raw unedited here. I would love for each and every one of you to who's tuning in live here to drop us your biohacking questions in the comment section, and we will be featuring your questions live here on the recording on YouTube. So be sure to subscribe as well on the Rachel Varga YouTube channel, on the podcast, the Rachel Varga podcast, and also like and hit the bell so that you know when I go live next. Always hit those bell notifications and that way it'll just take you right to the live feeds. You'll get easy updates and all of that. And also be sure to share this episode with a friend or family member that will also enjoy today's conversation. So Melanie Avalon has her own podcast as well. She actually has two podcasts. I'll tell you about those in a second. She's a SAG after actress as well and author of What, When, Wine, Lose Weight and Feel Great with Paleo Style Meals, Interfat and Fa- Intermittent Fasting and Wine. She's also the host of the Top iTunes Podcast, the Melanie Avalon biohacking podcast. And also in the show notes of this episode is the direct link to our conversation 
on the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast, where we get into the weeds on all things skin and aging well, beauty and vibrancy. We're also going to be sharing some great tidbits in today's interview as well. She also has the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. And one of my good friends, Cynthia Thurlow, also a guru in the Intermittent Fasting space, is actually who introduced us a while ago. I got to have Cynthia actually back on the show as well. She is also Melanie Avalon, who's joining us today, is also a New York Times bestselling co-host with Jen Stevens. She has appeared on numerous outlets and Melanie is an, a certified as a wine specialist by WSET. Her and I actually both share that in common, which is very cool, and is also a holistic nutritionist by the AFPA and is a member of Mensa International. Melanie is currently developing her first supplement line, Avalon X, and created the top iTunes app, Food Sense Guide, to help those with food sensitivities. She runs three rapidly growing Facebook groups with over 12,000 members, and we are going to be talking about Melanie's brand new supplement. We're also going to be giving some behind the scenes insight into the supplement industry that you need to know because the whole reason you're tuning in here on the Rachel Varga podcast is to gain insight in all aspects of your life, body, mind, spirit, and energy to help you be as vibrant and beautiful as possible. And also lots of tips for helping you kind of like become a smarter consumer and all of that fun stuff. Welcome, Melanie Avalon. It's a pleasure to have you back on the show. How are you today? I am so good. Thank you for having me back, Rachel. I We are such kindred spirits. So this is really exciting. Um, me first on your show and then you on my show. And now that I'm back, I'm just, I'm very happy. So thank you for having yeah, the, me. Of course. Thanks for coming back. The first time we hung out, I think we were both, it was actually really, really adorable. We were both a little fangirly if we <laughs> can be totally honest with everybody, which I think is sweet. However, today's conversation, we've gotten to know each other quite a bit more over the last little while. So we're going to be getting a little bit more specific with some of the things that we lean into, especially when it comes to our biohacking pro tips. So my first question for you today, Melanie, is how has your sleep been lately and how are you managing life at the moment? Such a good question. Sleep is so foundational. People often ask me, you know, what is the most important, you know, diet, exercise, sleep. And it's not that like one is more important because they're all very important, but sleep is just so important. Um, And what's really interesting, I think think when you and I first recorded last time, I had just received my Soma Vedic, which is in the back of your screen there. I don't think I'd set mine up yet. Um, And I, what's really funny is you really inspired me. You were like, you got to start using this. And um, I did. And I saw such a difference on my aura ring scores since using it. I I was sold. Um, I actually bought a second one myself to put in my bedroom. It was that impressive. Um, But that was a while ago. And for listeners, it's basically an an EMF mitigation device. It it helps with the the EMF exposure in your environment. Um, But as far since then, and in general, my sleep is actually, it's, it's pretty good. Um, I I'm really, really religious almost about all my sleep habits and my sleep hygiene. And I stick to all of it regardless of how crazy life is. And um, 
I, I think it really makes a difference. Actually, <laughs> I've been thinking about this. Um, so tonight we're doing a midnight, a midnight release of my supplement. And I've been thinking, you know, am I going to like, am I going to really like stay on and like be talking to the team and be watching the sales or am I going to honor my, my sleep hygiene? And I think I'm going to text them and be like, like, I'll be here, but <laughs> tell me how sales went in the morning. Um, <laughs> cause I just think it's so important. Um, uh, but yeah, so my sleep has been, it's been pretty good. Are you, are you a night person or a, a morning person? It's funny you ask this because, well, first of all, the Somavetic, uh, let me just explain a little bit. I personally love kind of like woo esoteric technology. And I have interviewed the founder of Somavetic. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm, Jirosh and uh, Jirosh Kochar. You can check out the interview if you go to rachelvarga.ca forward slash blog and you look up Somavetic, you'll be able to find our interview because I had him actually explain some of the technical aspects of it. And so I recommend you check that out. And if you want the Somavetic and lots of stuff we're going to talk about in today's show, you can go to my favorites page over at rachelvarga.ca. That's all going to be in the show notes below here. But the Somavetic is essentially a proprietary arrangement of semi-precious metals and stones. And I have a background in Gen Chem, Organic Chem, Biochem. I also have a pretty cool understanding of electromagnetics, having discovered that I am highly electromagnetically hypersensitive. So I will notice when things around me are a little bit off. So there's EMFs, there's Wi-Fi, but there's also geopathic stress. So where ley lines intersect or if there's underground rivers or currents and things like that. Uh, So geopathic stress is something that's well known and well documented um, in the geological space. So it just helps to create a more coherent energy field and it gives off a really cool, a cool light. Do you ever wonder, though, Melanie, if all those people that are walking by your house at night. So we got our red light going. We were red light therapy nuts. We got our somatics. Do you ever wonder about that? what your neighbors must think yes so i because every single night so right now i don't have the red light on because it makes a sound with a fan but um normally around this time and, and until evening my my room is just like red like it's it's just pure red and um i do wonder and then on the rare occasion i'm outside of my apartment and it's on which is rare because they only it only stays on for 20 minutes but um when that does happen and i see my apartment from the outside at night i'm like oh my goodness like <laughs> It looks crazy, um, but it's like Amsterdam in the neighborhood. Yep, red light <laughs> district. Um, it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's that's amazing that you interviewed the founder, though. I I did a blog post where I went through all the studies because they have literature on their website talking about the studies they've done, and I think only one of their studies is in a published journal, but um, it is. And then they, they do have other studies and it's, it's very impressive. Like looking at the effects of the somabetic on like cells in vitro and then also in vivo experiments where people's heart rate variability and their sleep it's, and their like blood sedimentation. Um, it's, it's very impressive. So that's so cool that you interviewed him. I'm, I'm going to have to like reach out to him. Yeah. And when I got it, because I actually bought it myself, they didn't just send it to me. This was something I I really just wanted to be very impartial about. I wanted to purchase it myself and do some testing. And I actually have a machine. It's called the BioWell. I had a biohacking birthday party recently (laughs) uh, with all my friends over at Upgrade Labs Victoria. So I'm super blessed to have an Upgrade Labs where I live. 
And I actually whipped out the the bio well and did a reading on one of my friends. And it's the first time I've seen anybody have like 100% joule output because what it does is it measures the Corona Fotona discharge off of your fingertips. We literally have little like lightning bolts coming off of each of our fingertips. And this is what I use to test the Soma Vedic. So I did a reading of everybody in my household because I'm kind of like in a family compound situation. So I was able to test a whole bunch of people before turning on the Soma Vedic and then afterwards. And I did actually notice that in the participants of my very small non-placebo study, (laughs) Um, not like a great study, but it's at least some type of data. Uh, Everyone had better dual output, which is really cool. And when we're talking about like sleep and HRV, HRV, heart rate variability, we're talking about biohacking and sleep. This was the hardest thing for me to address. And uh, I I have actually, man, I actually had like a record breaking HRV. What was that? Yesterday, I felt like a freaking rock star when I worked out. It was amazing. Have you ever noticed when you, before you even check your metrics, you just feel, you just feel like a freaking rock star. And then you're like, oh yeah, that's why. I do. What I love, um, one of my favorite things is looking at the aura score every morning and thinking like, what do I think it's going to say? And then seeing what it says. Um, so yeah, actually the, the best sleep that I think I ever got on it was, (laughs) was, um, I was doing bowel prep for a colonoscopy and endoscopy. And so I was completely fasted. I I, I wasn't eating. Um, and I had I was nervous because I had to wake up early. So I, I don't encourage this, but I, I took a Benadryl too. The next morning I woke up, it was just like, it was like, you have had the best sleep ever. But the weird thing is I felt groggy and not so good. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I don't think it's worth it. Um, but I thought that was interesting because normally I don't sleep well at all on an empty stomach. Um, so it's, it's pretty interesting finding there. It's funny you mention empty stomach. And if I am kind of like a morning or evening person, sometimes, not sometimes, I have been known to take one to two hour baths in the evening. So we're talking like Epsom salt, baking soda. I got some amazing sage oil. If you guys want some local amazing white clear sage oil hit me up shoot me an email i'll get you hooked up with that and then i got my red light therapy going and and that's just my quiet time that's part of my routine right in the morning i'll take another bath i don't have kids yet i have this luxury right now um so that those help with like my sleep and hrv variability and stuff like that but like this this morning it's funny you mentioned it I actually woke up at like 4 30 because I was hungry and then I ended up working I sent out a newsletter so if you are subscribed to my newsletter I actually sent out some really great sales that are happening um there were three sales one of them is actually the somavetic the other one is the eight sleep so I know that you've used biohacking mattress pads as well but the eight sleep is like a temperature regulating one so there's some sweet sales favorites page or check the email And uh, yeah, we're going to dive into biohacking pretty deep in this episode. So what's your experience with some of like the sleep optimizing stuff? Yeah. So the, the thing that probably has the, one of the biggest effects is the, probably the thing I've been doing the longest, which is blue light blocking glasses, just really taking charge of your light exposure. So those go on in the evening and then there's no going back. Um, and then on top of that, changing my, the, the lighting of my environment. So we already talked about using red light. So at night, I pretty much just light my apartment with red light. 
And then I have my whole, my whole routine. Um, I'm cause I'm a, a night person. So I, I tend to work late, but, um, I have my whole routine. If I do an infrared sauna session, that's probably, I don't do a lot of bath, but like my sauna session is like my, my long <laughs> drawn out, like, uh, rest and, um, detox moment. And then, um, I, I do my work up until I'm eating my dinner. And then I had the, and then I just read, I don't engage socially. Like I don't do social media or anything like that. And I, cause I just find that that's way too stimulating. And then as far as actually sleeping, I keep it. I use blackout curtains. I have a, a sleep mask that I adore. I, you mentioned sleep aid. I use Uller, but similar concept of the, the temperature regulation. That's just such a game changer for me. And then, um, earplugs and all of that stuff, but really honoring my, my sleep. And then I turn it, turning off the Wi-Fi and putting the phone on airplane mode. And like I said, I had the somavetic. I have one in my bedroom now. Um, but I, I do turn it off at night because it has a, um, cause it glows. Um, but yeah, I, I find as long as I s- stick to all my stuff, I'm, 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 I'm good. Knock on wood. We're doing a lot of the, some similar things here. We're going to kind of like uh, not one up each other, but be like, oh, you're doing this. Well, actually, I'm doing this as yeah. well. So <laughs> another thing I'd like to add is air purification in the bedroom for better sleep. So I have the hypo air behind me right here. This is the germ defender. I actually sent out a newsletter with a sweet um, savings discount. Everything's on the favorites page at rachelvarga.ca. But the hypo air, I have that in my office here. I actually just unplugged it because I'm recording bedroom, bathroom, living space. And then I also have the taller uh, air oasis. And then I'm lending the boomerang out to my girlfriend because sometimes I'll chill out there in the evenings, but she's got mold in her house. So mm-hmm. I gifted her that air purification is so key for sleeping. But the temperature regulation, I would agree with you. And a lot of listeners here are actually menopausal. So my hubby likes to sleep cold. I'll wake up freezing if <laughs> If I have the same amount of blankets and things like him. So my side of the bed, I put to quite a bit warmer in temperature than his. It's really nice being able to have that modulation um, with my partner so that I can sleep. But the air purifier is, I think, the one thing that I would add to what you're doing. And love that you're reading before bed. That's great. What are you reading right now? I just want to comment on the (laughs) air purifier my obsession. Like you can see, so I have, it's hard for me to point. I have two in this room. Well, three, cause there's one in that, the kitchen area, three, two in my bathroom and then one in my bedroom. And I, I think you're supposed to have like one for the apartment. I'm like, no, I want like seven, <laughs> Like, um, but I, I had mold in at an apartment I lived in. And ever since then, I'm just, I'm just so on top of it. Um, I really recommend if people even slightly suspect that they might have water damage or mold to do testing. Um, cause I had a leak in this apartment and then we tested and there was mold and I was like, no, like, no. <laughs> so I made them, um, re- remediate everything and now it's gone. Um, it can really be like a hidden kryptonite that most people don't even realize. Um, so thank you for bringing up the air because yes, <laughs> like preach. Um, uh, wait, what was the, what was the question you asked? Um, yeah, just kind of like, uh, what else are you doing for sleep? But I think we kind of covered it, which is great. My, oh, next- I thought of, I thought of one. Um, I turned I the air conditioner 
down to mm-hmm. 60 degrees actually. Right. Um, I keep it, I keep it cold though in general. So I keep it at 67 during the day. <laughs> um, but I, there's a lot of studies on keeping the ambient air slightly chilly and the, um, actually the, the effects on like weight loss are pretty impressive and metabolism. Um, but yeah, I like, I like cold. Probably <laughs> As you can because- say it's winter right now. And I have this on. <laughs> yeah. But you're like, you're in California, right? No, I'm in Atlanta right now. Oh, actually. you're in Okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did you move? Um, yeah, I've been here about two years this time around. Nice. I was there for about 10 years. I was this close to leaving Canada about a month ago. Oh, really? To go where? To where? Somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, this is a perfect segue. It's like, how are we managing life at the moment, right? How are you keeping your mind and your psyche strong during all this? Because you got two podcasts, you work with clients, all sorts of things. You just launched a product. How are you managing life at the moment and not succumbing to things like brain fog and adrenal fatigue? Yeah. So this has been something I've been thinking about a lot recently, Um, in particular, because I had a well, my, my grandmother passed away, and that was my first time having a a life event where I was there. Because in the past, when there's been deaths or anything like that, I was in California, so I really just came back for the funeral for those, um, for things in the past. Um, but this was the first time where it was like a a major thing, and um, it it went over a few weeks because like she was you know, uh, declining and then the actual funeral. And then with, with COVID and everything, it's been a little bit crazy. So it was a very long drawn out process. And I met, I met a really good place about it. Like actually, like it was, I had some beautiful moments. Um, and I'm very much at peace and it's been amazing seeing family. So what's your name? Um, Peggy. What was your last name? Watkins. And, um, we had a beautiful moment actually where she was unresponsive and, um, like in the hospital and, um, I went over, like she, her eyes were closed. She hadn't been moving. And I went over and saw her for the first time. And I said, like, grandmother, it's Melanie. And she opened her eyes and turned and looked at me. And it was like, I'm never going to forget that moment. It was, it was incredible. Um, I don't think I've ever felt so seen by another person in my entire life. So I will treasure that. Um, and not, and so I say all of this to say dealing with life situations and things, I, I struggled a lot because I, um, I want to be there for other people. I want to, I I was basically going over, you know, every single day for like 10 days in a row. And I realized, um, I was talking to my therapist about this. It was so draining for me to under, to know how to set boundaries for my own life because I just want to. I just wanted to help everybody. Um, but the thing that my therapist was saying, and it, it's something I want to work on. It, it's she was saying that, like, or her, and then actually another one of my friends that you know, taking care of yourself is the um, like your self care is so important because that's really the only way that you can give the most of yourself to everybody else. If you're taking care of yourself first, uh, which sounds selfish, but that's the way you can ultimately give back to everybody. Um, so that was really, really helpful. And I, so what I've learned through all of this is all of the, 
habits and routines and the things that I have in place in my life that support my energy and my, my, my physical nature and allow me to show up. Like I have to honor them regardless of the situations, what's happening. Like I have to take care of my, you know, like my body, mind, and soul first. So then I can ultimately help everybody else. Um, so it's been a lot to grapple and that might sound a little esoteric, but it's been very, very eye-opening for me personally. This is a fairly enlightened esoteric community. (laughs) I do not stray from the woo on the show. And, um, I just want to thank you for sharing that experience and, What came up while you were sharing that was how important it is for us as women and men to honor our lineage and to honor our grandmothers. Some of those prayers that they said over us when we were little ones are still doing their thing to this day. And uh, about, what was it, two, two, three weeks ago, I, my mother, when I got married, gave me a gift and of course uh, I keep it in my little Tiffany's box here and it's a locket that my grandfather gave my Nana how sweet is that that's amazing I know I was uh I I knew that it was going to come up I was going to find it at just the right time and it's inscribed love from Jack so this is my most um my most precious sacred possession ever, like over the Gibson Les Paul guitar, like this, I will take with me to the grave or, or pass it along. And uh, it's just great having like our family supports and our communities and uh, being able to honor the lives of our grandmothers and those before us that kind of paved the way. Um, What are some other things that you're doing to, manage life at the moment, not get caught up in the collective, if you will, but to really keep your psyche strong and your energy and uh, any spiritual practices you're willing or comfortable sharing. Yeah. So, so like I said, all of the sleep stuff that we said (laughs) goes and, um, keeping my, my diet routine and especially with like the holidays and, people, you know, there's a lot of tempting food and, um, a tendency to just kind of want to overindulge, but I really, I'm really, really happy with the the diet that I personally follow. And I feel like everybody has their own dietary choices that work for them. Um, but continuing to eat the foods that nourish me and also make me happy because they do, (laughs) um, is so, so important for me. And then I just had a thought that I, I lost. Um, well, as far as mindset, oh, that's it. I, I'm not subscribing or I'm not necessarily saying everybody should do this, but um, I don't watch the news at all. <laughs> like, at this all. This is why we're friends. Okay. <laughs> um, the I kind of rely I rely on my family and my friends who do watch the news. I figure if it's important enough, it will filter its way to me. Um, so the, if it's important enough, I will learn about it. Um. And then if it is something I need to like actually vet information or, you know, go find more information about, I will, but I don't, there's nothing news related on any, even like all my social feed is social feeds is basically my Facebook groups, which is a community of, you know, biohacking, health mindset, awesome people. And then even with my Instagram, it's um, very, very similar. So 
that is so helpful for me. I understand that some people, you know, love the news and love all of that, but I find that um, that's really helpful. And one of the most empowering quotes I think I ever heard was, um, you don't have to have an opinion. And I just thought that was so freeing because I think, especially in today's culture, it's very polarizing and people feel like they have to be, have an opinion about everything, but it's okay if you actually don't have an opinion, like that's okay. Um, you don't have to engage in anything that you don't want to engage in. Um, so I'm all, I'm all about that, but then I'm also all about just really being open to everybody's perspectives. Um, as far as the mindset stuff goes, gratitude is just my most favorite thing ever. So beginning and ending my day with my gratitude list, I just think is so, so important. And, um, really just, I just try to engage content wise with uplifting, helpful things. I love seeking knowledge. So the most of the stuff I'm reading is nonfiction, but it's always seeking things that will, you know, better enhance my life and so I can learn and share it with my audience. But that's some of the stuff. Thank you for being transparent with that. Um, actually, really good timing. You're talking about indulgence because when we talk about um, some of our top biohacks and things like that, which we'll get into a sec here, you did a recent uh, test and looked at how your body dealt with carbs. So we'll talk about that in a moment because I actually wouldn't mind doing that uh, test kit as well. And I'll share what my experience will be with that if I do it, of course. Uh, but I'm all about moderation. I personally don't follow a strict diet. Now, that being said, I love the biome test kit to help me figure out what foods are like my superfoods, my, my avoid foods. Uh, they're having some sweet sales right now too, actually. And uh, so I do follow those, but sometimes you know, maybe I'll have an alcoholic beverage, even though I know it's going to crush my HRV and my sleep quality sometimes. Not all alcohol will do that, like dry farm wines, for example. I know you're a huge fan of that's definitely a cleaner type of wine. But having the flexibility and the grace to sometimes have like this little bit of something that is going to give us joy go for it. Just don't, you know, eat the whole freaking pint of ice cream or the whole chocolate bar or two chocolate bars or three chocolate bars. We all have those weak moments. I mean, let's just not pretend that we don't. Um, but I love what you said also about not watching the news. I do not watch the news, no mainstream news. And it's really interesting when, if you are a person that doesn't and you interact with people that do, it's like there's like spell or hypnosis that's occurring within North American societies. And I've been hearing more and more psychologists and uh, experts of psychological manipulation. This is a very deep, dark subject, but it is something that's happening. And I have spoken about this before. I really encourage everybody to focus on things that are of love, beauty, high vibration, peace, grace. You know, it's not about sticking your head in the sand because there are some things that are happening that aren't very great. Like where I live, there's terrible flooding, basically from Vancouver. Vancouver onwards is cut off from the rest of Canada. We've had huge floods wipe out our major highways. So people are starting to freak out about shortages. Like everyone was going to the gas stations yesterday to fill up. They were honking at each other. They were kicking each other's cars. So 
this is how the stuff plays out through this manipulation through the news, which I'm really proud of you for saying that. Thank you for doing so. It creates this element of fear. It's like, oh, there's something else we have to be reactionary about and prepare for. Like, yeah, by all means, be prepared. I got a generator. I got extra fuel. I got extra food and water. That's really important. And people literally are being evacuated a couple cities over from me because we have farmlands underwater. We've had thousands of livestock killed. Like calamities do happen, but it's how you choose to navigate those calamities and stay positive. How do you think you would do if you were faced with like a huge crisis of say, you're told to evacuate in five minutes, what would you take? What biohacking, here we go. What, uh, what biohacking items would you take if you had five minutes to back? Well, first of all, I wanted to comment. Um, I'm so sorry that you're going through that. That's very intense. Um, I hope it resolves. Was that the reason you were thinking of moving because of all that, all of that going on? Um, well, living on an island, I live on an island. Uh, so I'm in if in an emergency situation, usually living on an island isn't a good idea. And I've known that for quite a while. Uh, but there's lots of other reasons. Um, in my opinion, Canada isn't really what it used to be. My grandfather actually fought for freedom in our country. And I would uh, beg to question if he would be satisfied with what he saw some of his friends give their lives for. If he would be happy with the state of the world uh, where I am. There's there's a lot happening uh, I actually did a really encouraging episode right before this, actually talking about crypto and how a lot of us are just creating new systems. So I would like to think that I like looking at new systems, but also understanding that some things around us are just going to crumble and you can't create change without deaths of something. So do you have anything to add to that? Um. <laughs> A lot of a lot of things. Um, well, speaking to what you were saying about the role of fear and all of that in our current state, I feel so strongly about this. Um, I've, I'm really, really intrigued by the state of fear that's created right now with everybody. Kind of like what you were talking about with like psychological manipulation and stuff like that. But I think the thing that I have that has been honestly one of the most freeing things for me personally, and I wish everybody could un like could feel this it's that um cuz people are getting so offended about everything all the time now um and the, the biggest epiphany i had was that you know i don't i don't think our feelings and our reactions are other people's responsibilities so if i'm perceiving that i'm offended by something um it's not the other person's problem. It's not their fault. It's not, the, it's, it's all, it's all my reaction. And I find that really enlightening because if I ever feel offended about something, I can, I can, it's like a little flashlight going on. It's like, oh, there's something here that I'm scared about. Like it comes back to the fear. Like there's something I'm insecure about. There's something I'm fearful about. Like they're, you know, talk, they're touching something in me that I clearly am fearful, I think of, um, or, or ego, or, or it's my ego. Um, and I think that has been probably the most enlightening thing like epiphany wise that I've had in 2021 um it really really helps <laughs> whenever I have that reaction because I just think it's the complete opposite of what a lot of society is doing right now um you just have to like walk around on tiptoes and um get worried about all of that so 
Yeah, but I, I could not agree more about what you said about, you know, sometimes for there to be substantial change, sometimes, yeah, things have to go down first. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. I'm very helpful, though. I um, I don't know. I am very hopeful about I I love our world despite everything that's happening. And I, I'm really excited for the future. And I, I, I'm so empowered by seeing people find change in their own lives. And so I... I'm hopeful despite everything that's happening. I love this conversation. And even from when we last met, I see a big shift in you. Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's, wow. Yeah. In the way that you're speaking and your outlook, and it's really beautiful what I'm seeing. And, and I'm really enjoying this conversation. And we've actually just had some feedback from the audience. Uh, Matthew says, Thank you for all that you do, Rachel. Have a wonderful day. You and Gabe, that's my hubby. Uh, Matthew mm -hmm. follows my hubby's YouTube channel as well. Uh, Gabriel Varga YouTube. He's a six-time pro world champion kickboxer. For all you gents out there that are tuning in, hit up my hubby's YouTube for some workout tips. Uh, Matthew says, you and Gabe are two of the nicest and kind people on the planet. You're 100% right. Uh, what you're doing is something positive. There are others creating new systems of control that are dangerous. Uh, yes, it's important to have wise discernment right now. And I know this isn't like a religious thing, Matt says, or anything. But do you know, in the Bible, the most written phrase is do not be afraid. Fear will take everything from you. Thank you, Matthew. I'm going to give you all a little behind the scenes. I have a 1970s version of the Guiding Light uh, Bible. This is like a white leather. It has gold um, on the pages. It's literally, it's the new King James version. So what's really interesting when I read this, the, um, the translation of it actually, in my opinion, has more power to it than say the new international version. And, but, but Christianity, Christ consciousness, that's just my lineage. There's many different types of beautiful lineages out there. You really just have to do with what's reson in resonance with you and your lineage. We are talking about grandmothers earlier and, uh, and, and all of that. And uh, some things are just offensive, though. He says, you know what, Melanie, what you said about uh, people getting too offended they're over everything. I actually post this on one of my social medias a little while ago. I think it's like a Brad Pitt me and let me bring it up because you're so right about this. People are just getting way too offended these days, aren't they? Well, I've thought about it because thank you so much, uh, Matthew, for the feedback. Because I the thing that he said at the end about some things are just offensive, like because I, I have this approach now and I've thought about that very question, like, OK, can I can I think of something that is legitimately offensive, you know, um, and what it comes down to is, I think a reframe of it is if somebody does something that, you know, anybody, anybody quote would say is offensive. Um, it, it's more about understanding that, you know, I think it's still like your reaction is still like your offended reaction, I still think is us because I could observe some, like somebody could say something legitimately quote offensive to me and i could acknowledge wow what what they said society would say is offensive and what they said is doesn't like it's doesn't it's not my frequency it doesn't i don't agree with it but that reaction of like they have done something to me or 
I need to like fight back or defend myself or get angry or attack. I think that's the, the offended reaction I'm speaking to. And I, I don't know if that, if you ever have to have that reaction, I, well, I mean, all reactions are okay, but I, that's what I like really look at. And I'm, I'm like meandering all over the place, but I, I just say it because I, I have thought exactly about what Matthew says. Like, is there something that's the exception? Um, but I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a really fun thing to ponder and it's a really fun thing to start noticing in yourself and then think, why am I thinking that? Like, what does this say? So you, yeah. my friend are starting to unpack the little tidbits of insight into shadow work. And uh, Carl Jung is one of uh, the most well-known psychotherapists who actually does a lot of work on shadow work. There's a great book. I recommend everybody tuning in here to pick up a copy. Oh, uh, it's called Owning Your Sh Own Shadow. And it'll just give you some more insights into understanding you and your psyche, your thought process and all that. But when it comes to telling a joke, Chet, check this out it's this is a meme that i posted on my social a long time ago it's called a oh. joke we used to tell them before people became offended by everything how much do you resonate with us i love that yep <laughs> it's so true <laughs> that's amazing we're like coddled weaklings now honestly and i feel like those of us who are biohackers we are going to be the most beautiful. We're going to be the most radiant, the most resilient. We're kind of the ones that, in my opinion, are going to be holding it down for the rest. What do you think about that? Has that ever crossed your mind? I I have thought about it a lot. Um, because without, I don't want to get too political about anything, but um, especially now with our current culture and like, I think this is the first time that health choices have become the forefront issue right now. <laughs> um, and that it, it's ironic because we've, you know, the common, if you, if you can say quote causes of death for such a long time um, have been, um, you know, did chronic, chronic disease and degenerative disease rather than acute infections or illness. And, I think the biohacking community has historically, we've been so seeped in agency in our own health and um, being very much aware of the state of our bodies and our health. And I think now it's all really coming to the forefront, but I think if you've been following, if you've been in a sphere, like the biohacking sphere where you have been honoring your health, um, it it allows you to make the best decision for yourself. I think right now, but it's like you're, because it, I think a lot of people until our, until our current situation right now hadn't didn't hadn't thought much about like health <laughs> because it wasn't like in our face. Um, so I think there's some peace in having been thinking about health for so long. Um, and then as far as just like resilient resiliency and showing up, yes, like the the stuff I do is so that I, with like biohacking, so physical health, but also mental health, it's so that I can really be the, like live my life to the best of my abilities and capabilities. So when things get really intense in our world, it's like, we've been doing the things that keep us going. And um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's a really nice foundation to have for sure. This is such a beautiful conversation. I do want to be respectful of your time. Do you have a hard stop? 
No, no, I'm good. Fabulous. Cause I'd love to keep going if you're down, because I think that um, listeners, I'll be tuning in here on the show. Uh, I'm all about just sharing encouragement right now. And I'm sure there's going to be some nuggets of insight that many will glean from this conversation. So thank you for your willingness to be transparent because we learn from one another. Uh, there are some things that have come up in my life in working with my uh, psychological awareness and my my psyche and stuff like that. And we have to pay attention to those aspects of our lives. You mentioned therapy. Yes, I work with a psychotherapist probably once a month as well. There's no no shame in that. But when it comes to people asking us questions, and this can really relate to anything, if there's nothing, if there's something you don't want to answer, don't answer it. You don't owe anybody an explanation for nearly anything and uh, sometimes I'm asked about certain things and honestly there's more important things in the world to talk about than one thing I mean if you if you look at history there's always been many things happening in the world it's not like one thing is more important than other things it's it's all about a balance with what we choose to put our attention on but if you don't want to answer a question simply don't answer it and um, getting offended and triggered, it's, it's actually really cool, deep psychological work. I mean, if you're willing to do the work, to do the shadow work, to learn what's triggering you when you are having conversations with people and you might not agree with something, that's okay. Some of the best innovations come from people having constructive conversations and disagreeing. But what we're seeing now is those conversations, unfortunately, aren't happening which is leading to some detrimental outcomes of certain things. Like you mentioned, chronic disease and inflammation and toxicity and poor diet and exercise being put on the wayside and just like golden pillar kind of thing as an option. So doing the shadow work is, is really, really, really beautiful. And I'm so grateful for you being forthcoming about how you're navigating. No, thank you. It sounds like we're very much on similar pages. So this is wonderful. Thank yeah. you. I feel like I'm interviewing um, Melanie Avalon uh, 2.0 here. This, oh. is, this, is awesome. <laughs> this is wonderful. All right. So let's get, you know, the reason we met 45 minutes into the interview, biohacking pro tips. Okay. Let's, let's, let's go 3D for a second. We kind of went a little bit more psychological, mental. I'm sure there's some encouraging tidbits there, but here we go. This is also along the lines of, do we need to explain ourselves to people? What is it like being a biohacker? Do some of your friends and family think what we do and maybe what you do as well is a little over the top? Let's just be real. What, what is it really like to be like a biohacker these days? It's funny because I've been doing all of these things for so long that they just seem second nature to me. Like it, it, envisioning myself not doing the things I do is like very strange to me. Like I can't, I can't see myself like not wearing my blue light blocking glasses, not doing my sauna, not my, not doing my cold exposure. Like it's all just such a part. Of, it just enhances my life so much that it's weird to think there was a time I wasn't doing all of that. Um, but as far as like people thinking you're over the top, um, yeah, people do. I mean, the, the nice thing is within the social media world, it, it, it it kind of like is like attracts like. So the community that I am involved in in social media is pretty much on board. It's more like in the real life world that um, people sometimes think things are a little bit crazy. My family though has been, I've been like this for a while that they, um, they're, they're pretty used to it. Um, it's more, what happens all the time 
is I'm, I'll be talking to random people at the grocery store or just in my daily life. And normally, because what I'm doing with my shows and similar like with you is just learning information and like finding things that work for me and then sharing them with others. Not saying everybody has to do everything I do, but everything that works for me, I want to share it with the world. So because it might help somebody else. So normally the conversations that I end up having with, you know, random strangers is they, something comes up that I, I'm like, Oh, I know something that might help, that might help you again, not me trying to like change them, but just me being like, this is really helped. And then normally it's something very granular and specific in the biohacking world. And that normally leads to like them figuring out all the other crazy things they do. But, um, yeah, I don't have any, um, I don't have any insecurities around it. If, if that's part of the question, like I, I, I just, I love it. And if people think it's weird then, oh, well, <laughs> so yeah, I love it. I think I'll be pretty honest here. I think my uh, husband thinks I'm a little over top, over the top sometimes. It's like, you ever yeah. wonder if all this biohacking stuff just isn't good for you? I'm like, well, actually I know it is because I track it. <laughs> with both my um, eight sleep mattress cover and my aura ring. So I'm looking at metrics and I love seeing that heart rate variability just have jumped way up. I think I was sitting at about 38 milliseconds uh, about a year and a half ago. And now I'm at about 130 something. Oh, wow. So that's a huge, that is a massive jump. And the way that I overcame that was through sleep optimization. So yeah, blackout blinds, earplugs, air purifier, you name it. My, my poor hubby, he's just along for the ride. But as an athlete, he ends up benefiting from what I learned here on the show, interviewing one another, that uh, it actually can have a positive impact in his work and reducing inflammation and avoiding like toxic seed oils. We go to the grocery store and I'm like checking all the oils. He's like, but I really like this mayonnaise. Having the one thing isn't going to kill me. I'm like, oh, it's a cute fact. Like, I do have a question for you because mm -hmm. I find this come up in myself. So we're like in the online space and then you, you mentioned have you know, in the real world talking with like our friends and family. It's funny how you said that, but um when people ask you, what do you do? How do you answer? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> how do you answer that? I, I usually say I'm a podcast author, actor who does lots of stuff. <laughs> I kind of just like put all of these different things um, together. And it's, it's kind of funny. I um, recently was on Entrepreneur for their podcast and I was like, talking to my mom, I was like, but I don't think I'm an entrepreneur. And she was like, Melanie, you're like definition entrepreneur. <laughs> um, but yeah, I normally just tell people that I'm, yeah, I normally say podcaster, author, actor. Um, I don't normally say biohacker because people don't really like, they wouldn't know what that is. But if it, if we go further, I am, um, I do bring it up. Um, can I comment on one thing you said that really res that was really resonated with me? Um, when your husband said, like, you know, how do you know all of this stuff is good for you or not? Um, I think I will say that I think one of the most important things for me and for a lot of people in the biohacking sphere to understand is um, the mindset approaching the biohacking, I think is so key because for the longest time I was turning to biohacking to try to save myself from health conditions and I, it got to this point where like I was neurotic about it and I felt like I had to be doing all of these hacks. And like, if I wasn't, then I was failing. And 
in a way it became almost stressful because I was like, oh, I have to be doing everything and all the things. So now, now I have, I've had a complete 180 where I like, I, I don't, ha- I don't have to do any biohacking if I don't want. So I, I'm just doing it to enhance my life. Um, and I, I don't want it to become like an added stress that said with that approach, I, I still, I still do all the things because they genuinely are what make me feel amazing and alive. But I think a lot of people, a lot of my audience will be like, I'm so stressed. Like there's so many things. How do I know what to do? And I just want to encourage people like, it's okay. Like try things out, do them if they, if they work, don't do them if they don't, if you don't do it every day, that's okay too. Like just do what resonates. So I just wanted to comment on that. That's awesome. And also to do it in a sustainable way. I was having this conversation in um, one of my masterminds. So a mastermind is like a group of, um, you know, men, women, it's usually like in a niche market and uh, topic. And uh, we share all these really cool insights and stuff like that. And a lot of this stuff has been coming up. A lot of us are, it's kind of like quote unquote resetting the way that we work. Right. So I'm a double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist. I have my nursing degree and then I have my board certification in plastic surgical nursing and all of that cool stuff. But if someone were to ask me, Rachel, what do you do? I wouldn't say a nurse. I, I don't even know how to answer that. So that's kind of something that I'm working through too. Cause it's like, I'm not just a podcaster, right? I don't just do skin consults. I don't just sell skincare. I don't just do skin camps. It's like, it's, I think a lot of people tuning in are probably having this kind of like reset moment because this whole, our whole lives have changed tremendously over the last two years, two weeks turned into two years off real quick, but it's a whole other topic. But I think a lot of people tuning in have switched up the way that they work and they might be having this kind of moment where it's like, what are we, what do we call ourselves now? <laughs> or the other word would be influencer but i feel like that has such a has like a negative connotation to it um but in a way that if they didn't have the negative connotation i might use that word because everything that i'm doing is like influencing other people (laughs) but um yeah no it's it's such a good question i don't know that's why i just throw in i throw in a lot of adjectives no i think that's or nouns nouns they're nouns Isn't it interesting the different connotations we have over the word like nurse, the word influencer, the Mm -hmm. word biohacker. So just some some food for thought here. Why don't we jump into talking about free biohacking tips? Let's talk about some free stuff because I feel like uh, this conversation I've had with my hubby is like people can spend a small fortune buying all these biohacking test kits and devices, which yes, they do serve a purpose, same with skincare and rejuvenation, but I always encourage to do it in a sustainable way. And in the mastermind I'm a part of, we're talking about sales, right? And for me, if I get the sense that maybe someone can't really afford something like a whole skin kit with like basic skincare, dermal rolling, advanced peptide serum, supplement, I use in the DF mobile, if it's not quite in their budget, okay, let me help plan it out for you that it'll be in a sustainable way but other people they don't sell their services or offer that way it's like they don't even care about that stuff but I like my clients to keep coming back and know that they could trust us so it's kind of different than just like the influencer of like posting stuff on Instagram it's like no we want to create um you know community and interact with those who are hanging out and learning together but 
what are some of your kind of like free favorite biohacking tips? And I also want to know, because I see on your social social media that uh, you're a bit of an indoor gardener and how is, how is that going for you? Yeah. So, so great questions. Um, so there's definitely free, because there's a lot of like, like you said, it, biohacking things, potentially expensive biohacking things, but there are things you can do that don't cost anything, obviously. Um, so I, so something that I do every single day that is expensive in biohacking, but that's cryotherapy, um, going into a freezing chamber, like negative 300 degrees for three minutes. But the free version of that is, you know, waking up with a cold shower or during the winter going outside and getting your cold exposure. So I think cold exposure is a great one. That's free. Um, a lot of, um, so I have like devices that are help with instigate the parasympathetic state. So I have like an Apollo neuro and I have a, um, Zen by Nuvana. The free version of that might be like tapping, for example, or, um, you know, different massage, well, massage, I guess you'd have to pay for that, but, um, somebody else can give you a massage, your, um, significant other. Um, so exercise is free. Obviously exercise, diet and sleep, not necessarily biohacking, but, you know, doing them in a way that really supports your health, that that's all free. Um, and your mindset is free, like your, <laughs> your perspective of the world. Um, but as far as the, the, the gardening situation, yeah, I have some air garden units to grow plants hydroponically indoors. And it is, I, I can't even express the effect, um, it has had on me, like having these plants inside makes me so happy. And I did not anticipate that it would have that effect. I just thought it would be cool to grow like cucumbers, but, um, I have a unit that grows cucumbers and they're growing up my windows and I have herbs and it just having that life on the inside in my, inside of my apartment has just been really, really amazing. And I don't think I ever really thought about, I did a little bit, but I didn't hardcore ponder the sentience of plants, but now that they're actually growing here and I'm taking care of them, I'm like, Oh, these things are, these things are alive. Like, <laughs> Like, um, so that's been, yeah, it's been really amazing. I really encourage people again, I'm using the air garden units, but it's not expensive to, you know, just grow, uh, well there you could get the units or just, you know, taking up growing on your own, in your own capacity. Um, I think it's a, a really amazing thing to have indoors or outdoors. Love it. I love it. Well, we're talking about like gardening and stuff like that. My uh, husband and I have recently gotten into mushroom foraging. So we have like winter chanterelles where I live here on the West Coast. We also have a certain type of reishi mushroom that grows. So we're kind of like right at the end of harvest season. So it's been really fun. And we're getting cold exposure at the same time because it is like cold. It's like four degrees, which is, I don't know, like 60 something degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, so we are doing a lot of that. Um, my sister is actually an organic farmer. So we're going to be uh, buddying up to make some essential oil, some bath and beauty products. So stay tuned for that. We're going to talk about your product coming up and what it was like to formulate uh, in one of the next questions here. But there's three free biohacking things that I also love to do as well. Cold plunge. I used to do that a lot more, to be honest, uh, after two car accidents for pain regulation, nervous system reset. Uh, it's a really good skill to develop how you handle extreme cold exposure because 
I have developed certain breathing techniques from that. And I was doing some kickboxing uh, the other day with my hubby and I did a spinning back fist on one of his, it's like this metal bar with like a little like teardrop ball at the top of it. And I smoked the metal and I actually thought I might've broken my wrist. So while I was assessing the situation, I actually, instead of like freaking out and swearing, I actually went into my cold plunge breath. It was really interesting. So I I think that to deal with stress and all of that, uh, getting regular cold exposure when you feel like your body needs it is a really good coping mechanism so that when you do experience something that traditionally your body would freak out with you you would actually end up managing it better and can regulate your nervous system in literally seconds so cold therapy has many benefits sunlight in the morning or and sunset in the morning i like to get sunshine in my eyes while i'm taking my bath while i'm putting on my skincare and my makeup doing my hair stuff like that helps with circadian rhythm to then help you sleep better that night and epsom salt soaks with uh, baking soda and also some of my pineapple body oil that you can get on the store at rachelvarga.ca. Um, and and kind of like an extra would be avoiding. So this isn't like a biohack, but it's just stuff to avoid. I don't eat any commercial meat, food, and alcohol. Or yeah, like processed foods, stuff like that. So let me know if you have any comments to add on that. Yeah. Um, so my new obsession is mushrooms. <laughs> I've like, I, it's so crazy that you say that I, um, like I become obsessed. I'm, um, I just realized how, I mean, I knew that they taste amazing and I really resonate with the umami taste being like a protein lover, but, um, I did like all the different varieties. Like I've been like, I've, I've been like researching and like, I want to try all of them. Um, so that's really exciting to hear that you are foraging them. That's amazing. Um, and I want to say I had Wim Hof on the show and he said the same thing about like, cause he came to his breathing method because of the cold, like he would do the cold and he realized it would make him breathe a certain way. So it's, it's interesting to hear that you had that same, you know, experience. Um, yeah. Wim Hof breathing would be another thing that would be free for people and any sort of breathing, breathing exercises. Um, so yeah, so many resources for people. I feel like people psych themselves out before doing the cold therapy. One of my friends, Dr. Tabitha Barber, she's known as the functional gynecologist. Great podcast, uh, collaborated a couple of times, but she did uh, a little story of her getting in a cold bath and there's JJ Virgin, like helping her in to make sure she gets to her job, put her arms in. And she just like freaks out. She's like, ah, and I feel like if you have the mindset of, I'm just going to get in this container full of cold water and I'm going to be calm. And when you actually tell yourself ahead of time to do it, it's interesting how it can actually really impact you. Talking about mushrooms, you got to interview these guys. So this is Malama Mushrooms from uh, from Hawaii. Uh, we've interviewed the founder of this on the Beauty and the Biohacker podcast. I'm obsessed with chaga mushroom in my coffee. Uh, there's so many different benefits to mushrooms and all of that. So yeah, definitely. Um, there is a promo code to get the Malama mushrooms on the beauty and the biohacker.com forward slash blog site. You'll and favorites. You'll find that there. Uh, how do you take mushrooms? Are you taking them in like powders? Are you eating them? Eating them. <laughs> um, yeah, I try to, I, 
I mean, it's a, like I like I said, we're, and we'll probably talk about my supplement, but as far as like this, when it comes to supplements and I, I really try to err as much as possible on um, the side of more real food, just because I, just because I personally hit a lot of supplement overwhelm, I think. Um, so if it's something, and I, but I think the, like supplements are great and especially like, I know people do take mushroom supplements and things like that, but if it is something where I can like just eat it in a food, I'll, I'll probably do that. And I've been like just loving the taste that the different mushrooms add to, to um, my food. I, I want to like find a place like a farmer's market or something and find like all the varieties because who knew they did. <laughs> They're amazing. Um, so, so yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'm going to start to do some tinctures as well. Cause there's like Ooh. a dual process to extract um, the, polysaccharides and the terpenes from mushroom using a water extraction process and alcohol extraction process. So because of my background in biochem, I'm going to buy myself a distiller and I'm just going to do it. It's going to be awesome. So I'll forge some stuff and then I'll send you some. Why don't we talk about your supplement? So what is Sarah Peptase and why are you developing it as your first supplement? Yes. So serapeptase, it's a supplement I've been taking for years, although I'm no longer taking the, the ones I was taking, which I can talk about, but it's an enzyme created by the Japanese silkworm originally. Now it's grown in a lab. So like our version is vegan, but it's proteolytic, meaning it breaks down proteins. Um, so you take it in the fasted state, it goes into your bloodstream and then it breaks down problematic protein buildups. So a lot of autoimmune conditions, for example, is your body reacting to proteins? A lot of allergies is your body reacting to protein buildups, scar tissue, fibroids, all of this is proteins that need to be um, broken down essentially. And so that's what serapeptase does. It has a huge anti-inflammatory potential. It, there's actually a lot of studies on it rivaling NSAIDs for the pain relief, but without any of the side effects of NSAIDs. Um, it enhances wound healing. It works selectively to help damage tissue while not affecting healthy tissue. Like it doesn't break down healthy tissue or anything like that. Uh, there's been studies on it, how it can reduce cholesterol. It even can break down amyloid plaque. It, for me, the bit, the benefits the most are the brain fog. Uh, it just clears my mind. It gets rid of my seasonal allergies. I just, it's, it's a really like healing compound. And, um, it's something I've been taking for, for years. And the reason I wanted to make my own was we, um, on the intermittent fasting podcast, when my co-host and I, Jen first met, she's not a big supplement person at all. Like she does not really take supplements. She, when we met, when we started our podcast, there was one supplement she was taking and it was serapeptase. Like nobody's heard of serapeptase. And I was like, I take that. Um, so we sort of started like we'd always talk about it and how we loved it. And my listeners just became like, they started taking it and it's become this whole thing. And people would ask for my recommended brand. And finally I was like, I should just make my own brand. Um, especially because it's because of its proteolytic nature, it actually easily breaks down. Um, it doesn't usually survive the stomach. So it needs to be enteric coated to be absorbed in the small intestine. So a lot of the brands on the market have, enteric coatings and they don't disclose what's in the enteric coatings. Um, so I started diving deep and realizing that all the brands I could find, they had fillers like palmitates or sterates, which might have an issue. They had 
or they or they would say they had no additives, but they would have this enteric coating, and you like just don't even know what's more <laughs> like what is that? Um, so I was like, I just got to make my own, and I um, I've been wanting to do it anyways, but I didn't want to. I mean, I, was it you and I talking before about? like all the things we want to do and having to know like where to put your energy. Um, so I didn't want to personally like take it all on myself, but a a existing supplement company reached out to me actually because they wanted to partner for like affiliate stuff or have me like, um, promote their brand. But then I just, I connected with one of the co-founders so well. And he, he was so excited by my Serapeptis idea. So we decided to co-develop it together and, I, I've learned so much about the supplement industry and I've been so intense. Like, I feel really bad. I've been so intense because he kept approaching me with, um, cause we didn't know if we could make it without any fillers. And so he kept approaching me with options that he thought were going to be good. And I'd be like, no, we can't do that. Like, he'd be like, can we have, like, he found this like rice enteric coating capsule. And I was like, we can't do rice because it might cross react with gluten. And he was like, what about this acacia capsule? And I'm like, nope, low FODMAP people can't do acacia. Like it was so intense. Um, so we finally got a formulation that I'm just thrilled with. It's, um, it, it has a tiny bit of a lubricant, which is MCT, which a lot of people actually take that as a beneficial supplement. Um, so I feel really good about that. And then the enteric coating is made of hypercellulose and no hypermellose and cellulose, which is very, very benign. So I'm, I'm so excited and I've been taking it now. And, um, it does one of the common complaints of serapeptase is that it upsets your stomach. This like does not, um, I've seen amazing effects on my my own inflammation levels. It's just really exciting. It's in a glass bottle. I can show you. It's like right here. Um, so I don't know if it'll show up because it's so bright. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I can't. What, there we what's go. really cute is actually right before we started recording, I told you that I was in an elevator today dropping off. It was a detox kit. It's this uh, clear and renew kit. Lots of people are wanting to detox right now. It's for a fellow nurse friend of mine and some other things and some supplements. And uh, on the floor in the elevator was this beautiful little flower blossom. And it's it's your branding colors. And it's just like the flower that's on your bottle. So that was, that was a really mm-hmm. cute little synchronicity. It's, it's so interesting. A ton of those. <laughs> no, it's really interesting. It's so it's so funny because like the design of the bottle is it's like a nebulous um color thing that I, mm-hmm. I'm so happy with how it turned out. Um, but it's interesting to hear what people see in it because like I didn't perceive it as a flower, but it's interesting to hear that it's a flower to you. Somebody else said they thought it looked like a kiss. Like it's so funny that it's so I it's kind of wait, I'm having an epiphany. It's like when um when they do uh, like the stereotype of being at the therapist and they show you blobs and like, like what the black do you see? Dot. Like what do yeah, you the see? Black stuff. It's like because you see what you want to see. Like I mean you oh. see like what's in your um that was a six sense line. But you um <laughs> you see, you know, what's in your psyche. So um yeah, but the whole it's really exciting because we're launching and what time is it? And now like almost Counting less than down. five hours. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to get my hands on a bottle of that once it's live. And when this goes on the podcast, I'll be sure to include a link so that everybody can check it out and see if it's going to be right for them as well. And I know that you learned a lot about the white label industry during your process of formulating. And it's really important that ourselves as entrepreneurs and 
quote unquote influencers, we do not take your trust and support lightly. And both Melanie and I, we really cherish our communities and our clients and those who are just kind of taking this wild ride with us. And uh, I know for me, I always try and look at the beauty and the radiance around me to keep myself positive, my body, my spirit energy, nice and strong. Uh, What would you say are some of your closing thoughts for staying, you know, detox, obviously taking your supplement to help with a breakdown of different protein accumulation? I think that's brilliant. But what are you focusing on these days that's beautiful and is giving you just like a little bit of like a happiness hit? Yeah. So, um, really quick comment about what you just said. Um, I do think that is so important. Like the, the trust of like my audience, your audience, everybody listening, like I would not, cause I get so many brands approach me. I mean, daily brands come to me wanting to work with me and I'm, I mean, 90% of the time I'm like, no, <laughs> like it has to be, um, exactly like up to my standards. And, um, I could never, I would never betray that, um, to my audience. And yeah, I just thought that was really important to, to touch on, but, um, yeah, as far as, I mean, there's, there's so many things, but, um, I think one thing when we were talking about this before the show, one thing I've become a little bit obsessed with recently, and this is not like the big takeaway that everybody needs to do, but it's just what's on my mind right now. And it's, um, flowers. (laughs) I, um, I recently ish, had an episode with Katie Hess who wrote a book called flower revolution. And, um, she has a flower essence company, but her book is all about the science of flowers. And, um, I mean, going back to like that plant sentient stuff, um, it's really, really fascinating. And, um, ever since like before that, before this, I always thought flowers were just about like the colors, but now I'm like, Oh, there's like an energy potential here that's happening. And, um, so I've, I've started using her flower essences and they have been, I mean, just game changers. And then when I get flowers, you can actually see flowers. Cause you've mentioned your birthday. I guess we have similar birthday. Is your birthday in November? I'm a Virgo to the T. Is wait, when So is, that's September. I, I know nothing about the horoscopes. Okay. <laughs> September. Um, <laughs> I just don't mind. Um, okay. Mine was in November. So sort of happy, recently. happy birthday. Thank you. We're 25 so, again, right? Wait, I, wait. I know. I know. So, um, you can see the the flowers in the back and in the past I would have been like, oh, just they're pretty. But now I realize, oh, it's like, like there's a reason that we give flowers to people when, you know, to celebrate or when they're going through a hard time, like there, there's actually like an energy potential thing that's happening there. A very scientific thing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, it's kind of granular specific, but that's something fun that has been bringing beauty to, to my life. Oh, I love that. It's been amazing talking with you today. I would love an intro to uh, the the speaker you had talking about that, because I know that there are some electrodes that you can actually put on plants. And then uh, in the mitochondria, there's the electron transport chain and, and all of this. So that's where protons and electrons are being exchanged. And that's how we can actually measure the potential in the cell. And I have a feeling 
that that's actually what these little like probes are detecting. And you put these little probes on a plant and then it makes a sound depending on what the frequency is. So I need to get my hands on one of those. So when I do my off-grid days, I get to like be tested all the plants and see what they sound like. And it'll be super duper nerdy, but I'd love to get my hands on some of those uh, flower essence. Katie, she actually, my my friend from Hawaii, who is my co-host on the Beauty and the Biohacker podcast, she sent me a flower essence. I think it's by my bed, but they are beautiful to take. That they're I'm obsessed like because she sent me some originally and I I have gone through them all and I've reordered and I'm like oh everybody needs flower essences I read her book and she's like these are gonna like change your life and I was like I don't know but they've they've been really really amazing so I'll, I'll introduce you for sure to her gorgeous gorgeous can't wait to connect and I can't wait to try your new serapeptase supplement and from one female entrepreneur to another this is how the world works right now we simply support one another it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show Melanie I can only I, I don't even think I could like comprehend of what our third conversation and the future will be like but this has been really fun getting to know you and and thank you for your your willingness to be open, because I'm sure that uh, individuals here on the show are going to gain some helpful insights for navigating life, biohacking, beauty, feeling and looking our best. And uh, where can people find you, Melanie? Yes. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I It's so wonderful. We're such like-minded spirits, and um, it's just really an honor to be here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so people, I'm Melanie Avalon on all the social medias. You can go to melanieavalon.com for, that's my blog and links to my podcast, um, the intermittent fasting podcast and Melanie Avalon biohacking podcast. And then the serapeptase supplement will be at avalonx.us. And if you're listening like right now, like I said, it'll be a, the pre-orders open tonight. We anticipate it'll probably sell out. We'll see. We'll, it'll, it'll be very telling. Um, but ongoing, depending on when this airs in general, um, the coupon code Melanie Avalon will get you a discount. So yes, not right now, not for the pre-orders, but probably when this airs on your show. So, so yeah, very, all the things. very exciting. And also our last conversation on your show, the Melanie Avalon podcast is linked up in the show notes here. So if you want to be introduced to her show, be sure to, you could start with us, ours, where we really dive into skin and all that stuff. That was a really fun conversation. So thank you everyone for joining us here today on the Rachel Varga podcast. Be sure to hit the bell notification on youtube also hit that like button give, give this episode a like please leave a review on the rachel verka podcast available on apple itunes spotify all over the place share this episode with a friend or family member that could maybe you know be uh, a recipient of a little bit of like a beautiful joyful conversation uh, with some real life talk here thrown in as well so until next time have a, a beautiful radiant day everybody keep your body mind spirit energy strong and i will see you next time right here on the rachel varga podcast thanks melanie for joining us today thank you so much rachel i'll see you in the future <laughs>